0: Children's Church. All the children six and under are going to head this way. For the rest of us, we will begin in Psalm 32. Psalm 32. While they're while well, they're working their way out, I'll also... There's another announcement, too. We, uh, we gather up a lot, of, a lot of coins every year. We have a spare change jug in there, and we use all that money to go to our shipping for our shoeboxes, and that all has to be counted, and that's a lot of change in that bucket. If anybody's not doing anything Tuesday around 11 o'clock, and you want to come up here for a couple of hours and, and roll change... Come on up here. If, if we're not back from the apartments at 11, we'll be back really close to it. But we could use some help. If you like to wrap coins, uh, you're in luck. So come up here Tuesday 11 o'clock. It would be appreciated. All right, Psalm 32. Taking a little break from Hebrews today. We're going to try to work in some breaks every, every three or four weeks. Take a break from Hebrews and uh, kind of let what we've, what we've discussed settle in a little bit and so we are going to take a break today from hebrews and we are going to be in psalm 32 the psalms are some of the most beautiful writings in my opinion in all of scripture they are good for us i i feel like so many times when i preach from the psalms i say the same thing because so many of the psalms are very similar The language, the attitude, what's what's going on in these psalms is is somewhat similar. We kind of see these same ideas repeated, the same words repeated, the same cries for help repeated. And maybe it's good for us to read the psalms repeatedly Because quite frankly, our life is no different than many of these psalmists, many of which are written by David. And yet he continues to cry out and write and pen similar words time and time again. And you and I can relate to that. As we live our life and we go through our life and it is difficult and we have the ups and the downs and we battle sin and we battle life itself... We read the words of these psalms, and if you have not read the psalms much, I would encourage you to. In many of these words, I believe we could write ourselves. If we ever say, I don't know what to pray, perhaps we need to read the psalms. It's just genuine. It's just honest. It's just raw. It's just oftentimes David just pouring out, here is what's in my life, and here is what's in my heart. So God, I cry out to you, and the psalms are so beautiful for us. In times where we feel lonely or afraid or worried or or uncertain about what's going on in life and we're not sure how to pray or what to pray, perhaps the best thing we can do is simply read the Psalms and read the Word of David and say, yes, Lord, this is my heart, this is my prayer. And perhaps that will be the case for some of us today as we look at Psalm 32. Psalm 32, verse 1 how joyful is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. How joyful is the man the Lord does not charge with sin, and in whose spirit is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones became brittle from my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy on me. My strength was drained as in the summer's heat. Selah. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not conceal my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. And you took away the guilt of my sin. Salah. Therefore, let everyone who is faithful pray to you at a time you may be found. When great floodwaters come, they will not reach him. You are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with joyful shouts of deliverance. Selah. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you this morning and we thank you for your word. And God, I pray that your word would do the work in our life today. God, there is not a good word I can say if it does not come from you, dear Lord. If your Holy Spirit does not speak to us from your word today, we will not hear. So God, I pray that you would speak. I pray that you'd get a hold of us. God, maybe we come into this place with worries and stresses and things of the world, our sin in our life that's entangling us and ensnaring us today, dear Lord. I pray today that we would listen to you, that your Holy Spirit would grab a hold of our hearts and our ears, dear Lord, to hear and to pay attention, that you may work in our life, that you may transform us, dear Lord. So I pray, God, that your Holy Spirit would do the work today that everything that is said here would be for your glory and for your honor, that Jesus Christ would be lifted up. God, that we would experience your grace. Whatever brought us here today, wherever we are in life, God, let us leave today walking in your grace. God, we need it. We come here today because we need you. Life is tough, dear Lord. But God, we pray that you'd walk with us through every step of it. And I pray, God, that through your words today we find the strength we need to make it through one more day in this world. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So many times when we read these Psalms, we see the words of David, and they're words similar to what we see in Psalm chapter 6. Lord, I am weak. Lord, I am poor. Lord, I am needy. Lord, I am helpless. Lord, I need you we could pin those words perhaps we have pinned those words in our journals perhaps we have prayed those words to the lord and it seems like at least in my life and maybe not in yours you may be better than me but it seems like every day every other day that is my prayer god i am weak i am weak Because life is ever before us and life presses on us and it pushes on us and it is heavy. We have the stresses of work and school and family and church and whatever it may be. And those burdens just keep piling on. And no sooner than we make it through one day and one burden that two more get added on top of us. And we say, Lord, how will I make it through another day? And we find ourselves calling out to the Lord again and again and again, Lord, I am weak. Sometimes our battle is against sin. Sin that so easily ensnares us. That sin that we struggle against. That sin that that we hate, but not really. There's a part of it that we like, and there's a part of it that we enjoy, but for those in Christ, there's a battle that rages on because Even though the world says it's okay to enjoy the sin, the Holy Spirit is within us saying it's not okay. And so the battle rages on day and day, and sometimes we fall into that sin. And oh, what miserable days those are. What miserable days those are when we fall into the sin and we feel the pain And the burden and the suffering and the sorrow that comes from our sinfulness. And we say, God, never again. God, forgive me. God, I cry out to you. And two days later we give in again. And oh, it's a battle that rages on and we feel the pressure of that in our life. We feel the pressure of life. We feel the pressure of sin. And how do we deal with that? We deal with that by calling out to the Lord, by seeking the Lord. And that's what David says here in these words that he pens. Now, I'm not sure what's going on at this point in David's life. But if you've never studied the life of David, yes, David was a godly man and a man that celebrated in Scripture. But David's life was not without sin. David was an adulteress. He was a murderer. And oh, he paid some great consequences for that. But yet David, even in the midst of his sin, as bad as it was... He knew where his hope was. He knew that there was only hope in the grace of God. And therefore, time and time again in these Psalms, David pins these words, God, help me. God, my life is tough. God, my enemies are before me. God, my sin is heavy on me. God, whatever my problem is, I come to you because who else can I turn to? And So let me ask you today, who do you turn to? Who are you turning to as your enemies are coming against you, as the pressures of life are coming against you, as your sin is on top of you and weighing you down? Where do you go today? Perhaps for some of you, you say, I go to the Lord. Praise the Lord. Perhaps for others, you've been searching and wondering. You don't go anywhere. Maybe you go to something of the world to try to relieve your pain and relieve your stress and to bring you comfort and to bring you joy only to find out that it makes you feel worse than you did when you started. And so I tell you today, where we need to go is where David went and David went to the Lord. Verse 3, he says here in Psalm 32, When I kept silent, my bones became brittle from my groaning all day long. How often in our struggles and in our sins do we keep silent? Do we continue to live in our sin? Do we continue to carry the burden of that sin? And the stresses of our life and the things that we are up against every day. And that is heavy. I don't have to tell anybody in here that. Everybody in here, you know that. Because you're carrying that burden. Here's what we do. We, we, we come to church on Sunday and we see everybody. We're all we're dressed nice and we're smiling and everybody's happy. And we put on a smile too even though we don't feel like it. We look at everybody else and we say, man, I wish I could be like him. He's got it figured out. I wish my life could be more like hers. She's got it figured out. She don't have the struggles. I do. I'm sitting here pretending, coming through, putting a smile on, trying to get through. And I'm struggling. I wish I could be like them. And let me tell you a little secret. Everybody's looking at you and they're saying, boy, I wish I could be like him. He's got it figured out. But the truth of the matter is, is none of us have it figured out. Because life is hard and the blows come and the temptations of sin, they come. And we all work through this together and we all are in this struggle together and nobody's got it figured out. We are all seeking deliverance from our sin and from our stress and that deliverance comes only from the grace of God. David says here when I kept silent, my bones became griddle from my brittle from my groaning. Have you ever just groaned before you just you're just groaning maybe maybe physically, maybe literally verbally you' just you're just groaning because of what's going on in your life maybe sometimes if you're not groaning uh, literally you're, you're groaning in your spirit there's this groaning the the, the Your whole body is is brittle and worn and, and feels as though it's about to break and you cannot go on anymore because the struggle before you is too great. We've been where David has been. And there may be some of you in this room today that is where David is. And what is his problem? He kept silent. So many times we keep silent and we continue in our sin. But what David says here is, I confessed my sin. Oh, the joy comes when we confess our sin and we repent of our sin and we no longer live in the silence of the burden of our sin but we say, God, no more. No more will my stresses and my worries be what, be what overwhelms me. No more will I give in to my sin but God, now I will seek you. David says in verse 4, For day and night your hand was heavy on me. My strength was drained as in the summer's Now we get that. Oh, we just had a brutal summer. We know all about it. It does not take long to be working out in the brutal summer heat for us to be drained. And that's the thing about the brutal summer heat is sometimes you don't realize just how much it's draining you. You'll be out there in it. You think you're doing okay. And then before you know it, you realize, wait a minute, I have done too much. I have gotten too hot and it drains you. It'll put you down for days when you get too hot in the sun and you work too hard and you overheat. And what does David say here about his sin, about his struggle in his life? He said, my strength was drained as in the summer's heat. That's what our sin will do to us. We'll come across our sin and we'll say, well, I can give in to a little sin. It's not going to be that bad. After all, I'm still going to church every Sunday, at least every other Sunday. So Kind of evening out the scales. I can sin a little bit and come to church a little bit, and it all works out. But that's not what our sin does. Our sin's like working in the heat. You continue in it, and you continue in it, and you think, "Hey, this isn't so bad. This isn't hurt me." Until all of the sudden, you realize, "Oh no, I've overdone it." And that's what David says his sin is like, and that's what you and I can probably acknowledge if we are honest that our sin is like. That we start out with a little sin and it ends up being a little more sin until pretty soon we're in bad shape. And maybe today that's what you need to acknowledge and confess is you're in bad shape. Maybe you are in worse shape than you, want to, than you want to admit, but maybe deep down in your heart you know it. Maybe deep down in your heart you know that, look, my life is not good. I've not been living my life right, and something's got to give because you feel the pressure. You feel the pain. You're groaning inside. Your whole body feels the burden of your sin. You are drained as in a summer's heat like David was in this passage. Night and day, he said, your hand was heavy on me. And that's a bad feeling when we know our sin and we know what we have done and we know the way we have lived and we know the Word of God and we know what God's Word says that we shouldn't do and how we shouldn't live and yet we've lived in that way and we feel the hand of God heavy on us. There is probably no heavier feeling than the hand of God on us and perhaps today before you ever came into this place you have felt the hand of God on you and maybe today God is trying to get your attention with these very words, saying, look, I'm talking to you today. Perhaps He's talking to some of us. Perhaps He's talking to all of us. But David says what we all experience. When we live in our sin, it is tough. It is difficult. We feel the pain of that and the, the hand of God, the heaviness of the conviction of God pressing on us when we live in our sin. Verse 5. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not conceal my iniquity. Here is the answer to your problem today. If you heard those first few verses and you said, that is me today, I feel like David felt I could have wrote those very words before I ever come here and heard them today. Some of you, you see those first few verses today and you may say, that is me today. Well, praise the Lord, we didn't stop after the first few verses. David continues on. He says, oh, I was in a mess. I was in a bad shape. My sin was ever before me. But what did David say? He said, I had kept silent, but no more. Perhaps you've been keeping silent, but perhaps today is the day that you need to open your mouth and break the silence. What does David say? He says, in verse 5, there, Then I acknowledge my sin to you and did not conceal my iniquity. Perhaps that's what we need to do today. Perhaps today is the day that you need to acknowledge your sin to God. Perhaps today is the day that you need to say, Enough is enough. I'm tired of battling the sin. I'm tired of battling the stress. I'm tired of taking on the worries of this world by myself. I'm tired I'm tired of losing to sin, but today I'm ready to win. Don't keep silent today. Don't keep silent in your sin, but confess your sin to the Lord. Open your mouth as David did. He said, no longer will I conceal my sin. No longer. He continues on. So he said at the end of verse 5 here, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. And you took away the guilt of my sin. Oh, what a beautiful day that is. For some of you in this room, you've experienced that. You've felt that. You know what it's like when we confess our sins to the Lord and we say, Lord Jesus, I'm going to make you the Lord of my life. Some of you know what that's like the moment you realize the grace of God has come over you and your sins are forgiven. What a glorious and wonderful day that is. Perhaps there are some in this room that have never felt that. I want to tell you today that you do not know what you are missing. You are toting a burden that you do not have to tote because Jesus has died on the cross to take that burden from you. And so Jesus says, Come to Me, you who are weak and weary, and I will give you rest. I quote that verse I won't say too much. I don't think it's too much because the, because the thing about that verse is is that we probably are all more weary and more weak than we would care to admit. And so we continue to come to Jesus day after day after day. And that's what David does in these Psalms. Time and time again, he comes to the Lord because that is the one who is going to forgive him and give him grace and get him through this time. And David says, I confess my transgressions to the Lord and you took away the guilt of my sin. Verse 6 Therefore let everyone who is faithful pray to you at a time that you may be found when great floodwaters come they will not reach him. You are my hiding place you protect me from trouble. You surround me with joyful shouts of deliverance. Today is that day. Today is the day that we can call out to the Lord. Today is the day that we need to know that it is Jesus Christ who was crucified and resurrected who gives us the freedom and the peace and the comfort and the joy that we all so desperately want. And so today is the day. Listen to the Word of God. If you're living in sin and you feel like David does today, if the weight of the world is on you and the weight of your sin is upon you, then deliverance and relief is just a confession away. And David says, therefore everyone who is faithful pray to you at a time that you may be found. If you are here today and you hear the Word of God and you know the Son of God in Jesus Christ and the sacrifice He made for you, today is the day that He can be found. Let us not be those who leave this room today not knowing who Jesus is and putting our faith and trust in Him. Today is the day that we need to call out to the Lord. What does it say? So that He may be found when? When great floodwaters come. Well, how many of us today have great floodwaters in our life? The floods of life that are, that are engulfing you. And you feel like you're drowning. You can't breathe. There's no hope. You can't swim. Your energy is gone. How are you going to overcome the floods of life? We are going to overcome when we call out to the Lord at a time that He may be found. And that time is Today. When the great floodwaters are upon you today God can be found today if you would just call out to him in the same way that Peter was was drowning in the in the in the in the, in the stormy sea and yet Jesus reached his hand out to him and Peter reached up to him and Jesus rescued him out of the stormy waters so Jesus desires to rescue you today if you would only look to him if you would only call to him if you would only reach out to him today he is reaching out to you this morning God is so good to us God is so good to us that he gives us strength that he gives us mercy that he gives us grace and he wants to give that to you today so perhaps today is the day that God is telling you today you can stop your groaning you can stop your crying but you can cry out to me and I will deliver you David writes these words time and again throughout the Psalms. Words very similar to these as he goes through life and the struggle of life and all the things that go into life with sin and stress and all of these things that you and I experience. David experienced these things and he gives us the answer. He gives us the solution. He tells us and he shows us what our answer is and our answer is to call out to the Lord. I mean really call out to the Lord. I mean really seek the Lord. I mean put God first in your life and live for God above all else and let God guide your life. It's time for us to not play Christian. Too many times we play Christian. We do the right parts. We, we look the part. We, we say the right words, but our heart is far from God. Perhaps today it's time for you to stop playing Christian. It's time for you to stop just coming to church and throwing a little money in the plate, but to start living for God every day. Not to give from your wallet, but to give from your heart. Not to pray prayers with long words. Not to think you're going to be heard for what you say, but to realize the one whom you are praying to. Perhaps today is the day that God is speaking to you and telling you it's time to stop playing. Maybe you've been playing husband or playing wife, but you hadn't really loved your husband or you hadn't really loved your wife. Perhaps you've been playing father or mother and you hadn't really loved your children and and, and done for them what you should. Perhaps today is the day that God says it's time to get serious. It's time to call out to me. It's time to turn from where you are and come to me and let me make you who I want you to be. Perhaps too many times in life we try to go through and we try to do the right things on the surface, but God says doing what's right on the surface is not enough when God wants to change our heart. Maybe today is the day that God is speaking to you to tell you it's time to live like you say you live. If you say you're mine, it's time to live like you're mine. It's time for you to be a better husband. It's time for you to be a better wife. It's time for you to be a better father. It's time for you to be what God wants you to be. Too many times we get by, we think if we can give God just the minimum amount, everything will be okay. We want to give God just the minimum amount just like we're praying off a credit card. What's the minimum payment? Well, whatever the minimum payment is, that'll be just enough to keep the the creditors off my back, and so therefore I'll give the minimum payment. Sometimes we try to do that with God. We try to give Him just a little bit, just a little bit. God, what's the least amount I can give you, the least amount of effort, the least amount of money that'll keep you off my back? But that's not what God desires of us. We should desire to give God the most of what we've got. We should desire to give to God from our heart. We should desire to live for God from our heart. We should not give God the least we can give. We should give God the most we can give. And David in these words here, he knows the struggle of life. He knows the struggle of sin just as you and I do. And he knows where his help comes from. Do you know where your help comes from today? As we lift our eyes to the hills, to the mountains of life and the stresses and sin that is before us, where does our help come from? It comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Let us not be those who keep silent today with our sin and that it, that it buries us in the burden that comes with it. But let us today be those who confess our sin, who repent of our sin, and who seek to be men and women that God calls us to be. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you today. We thank you for these good words. Dear Lord, I pray for those in this room today that are struggling. God, there may be some in this room today that are really struggling, God. They've got the struggles of, of their marriage or of their job or, or their family or, or whatever it may be, dear Lord. There are real struggles that we face. Maybe it's health, dear Lord. There are all kinds of struggles that are ever before us, God, that are heavy on us today today. I pray for those who come in here today with those, those big struggles that they just don't they don't know how they're going to make it. God, maybe they came here today searching for an answer, searching for help. God, I pray that they would find that today in you, that they would find it in Jesus Christ. God, maybe there are others in here today, and that battle with sin is just tough, dear Lord. God, there are some sins that don't even faze us. We don't even think about them. They're easy for us to overcome, but God, there are some that are so heavy on us today there are some in here in this room probably god that are battling some sins that seem just too much god they're tired of living in that sin they're tired of giving into that sin god i pray today that they would know that they do not have to give in to it anymore that they do not have to fight the sin alone god but that they can call on you that through jesus christ they can they can receive victory and forgiveness today god if there are some in this room that are battling was sin today. I pray that they would confess that to you. I pray that they would repent of that sin, dear Lord. God, whatever our struggles may be today, whether they're just things of this world that just happened that we just have to, have to live with and make it through, whether it's sin that we have committed, God, whatever we have done, whatever has brought us to our place of burden and sorrow today, let us not be those who, who remain silent, but let us be those who call out to you today that we would be restored, dear Lord, that we would confess our sins to you, that we would call out to you in our weakness because, God, there is no other that we can call out to. So, God, I pray today that if there are some in this room that are just struggling, maybe they are not yours. Maybe they've never put their faith in Jesus. I pray today that they would. Maybe there are some in here, dear Lord, and they've been going through the motions in their life and their family. in, in the church, dear Lord, but but they're not really living the way you want them to. God, I pray today that they would confess their sins to you, that they would say today, I'm going to be the man, I'm going to be the woman that you want me to be, God. I'm going I'm to seek you to restore my life, to restore my family, to restore my marriage, to restore whatever it may be, dear Lord, in our life that we seek you for. I pray that we'd seek you today. God, maybe there are some here and they are yours, but God, I pray that if they're in their struggle, whatever it may be, that they would not feel alone or afraid that they would know that you have not abandoned them or forsaken them but dear lord let them call out to you god is so obvious that that's what we should do but dear lord sometimes we need to be told the obvious today if there are some that do not know you let them call out to you if there are some who are yours that are struggling god let them call out to you today God, as we prepare to sing, if your Holy Spirit has spoken to anybody in this place today, I pray that in these few moments that they would respond to you, that they would call out to you today, confess their sins, and that they would find that joy and happiness that David spoke of in these first couple of verses of this psalm. How happy is the man whose sins are forgiven. Oh, dear Lord, let us be those today who find that happiness and joy in Jesus Christ and Christ alone. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. As we stand and sing this morning. a beautiful day.